Good evening, brothers and sisters, and uh, we are very into the new year, and I'm still uh, on my new year, talking on my new year message. So we say that uh, 2021, a new era has actually begun because of the lockdown, because of what's happening. And God is bringing about the great reset into this world. It has been activated. It will continue to unfold in the days to come. And uh, before God's plan and purpose is fully established, there will be great destruction before that. But God says to Noah that he's making a covenant with him and he too will make his covenant with us. So Genesis 6 verse 17 and 18, I'm going to bring flood waters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens, every creature that has the breath of life in it, everything on earth will perish. But, verse 18, but I will establish my covenant with you and you will enter the ark, you and your sons uh, and your wife and your son's wife with you. So, uh, God, after the lockdown, God wants to establish the covenant with Adam and Eve and uh, I believe there is a parallel to what God is doing today. And God wants us to walk in the covenant that He is making with us. And the reason why God initiated the covenant is God doesn't want us to just believe in Him. You know, a lot of people who believe in God, but they have no commitment or they are half-hearted in their, in, their ways, in their ways towards God. God is making covenant because He wants us to commit everything, our whole life, into this covenant because He Himself is ready to give His all to us in this covenant. And that's what He demands from us. And so when Adam came, uh, no, when Noah came out of the ark, because he knew that God is making the new covenant, what did Noah do? In uh, Genesis 8, verse 18, and verse 19, uh, 18 onwards. So Noah came out, together with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives, all the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground, all the birds, everything that moves on the earth, came out of the ark, one kind after another. Verse 20, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and taking some of the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offering on it. So in order for Noah to seal the covenant that God is making with him, he offered burnt offering. You see, burnt offering is the highest level of sacrifice and offering that we offer to God because the whole animals or birds is sacrificed and is, is, is all given to God is burnt. So that's why it's the highest level. It's talking about total sacrifice, total commitment that we offer to God. 
And uh, we know that they just came out of the ark and with the animals. So it's not that Noah has a lot of these animals around. He just have whatever was from the ark. And for him to offer these animals as a burnt offering sacrifice to God, you know, is, is, a, is a big sacrifice. But he remembered that God will, is blessing them and God will cause them to, to, to multiply and to fill the earth. So Noah took that step of faith and he offered that burnt offering unto the Lord. And what happened next in verse 21? The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of humans, even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from childhood. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. So can you see what Noah did offering that burnt offering? The smoke that arises to the, 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 the heavens is sweet aroma to God. And God was pleased and God responded and sealed the covenant and said, Never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. So God is pleased, not because we believe in Him, but more so because we enter into that covenant relationship. He wants to commit Himself fully to us, and He wants us to commit ourselves fully to Him. So besides this offering, burnt offering, sacrifice of our life to seal the covenant, what else do, can we seal the, the covenant with God? Uh, we want to look at Second Chronicles 7, 13 to 16. When I shut the heavens so that there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land and send a plague among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal the land. The, the second way we can seal this covenant that God is making with us is to pray at the altar of prayer and intercession. Altar of prayer and intercession. And here, God is also re resetting the world in an opposite way. In Noah's time, he is pouring down rain from heaven. But here he says he's shutting the heavens so that there is no rain. So there is there's drought. There is severe suffering because of uh, destruction. Because there is no rain. Or the other way that he could be resetting the world is to, when he commands locusts to devour the land. It means, you know, there will be an economic disaster in order to reset that, that uh, realm, the economic realm. Or he sent a plague, just like COVID-19, you know, uh, uh, that, that, that comes upon this world. So all these things that happens, there is a reason 
It didn't just happen like that. There is a reason God is drawing our attention. God is speaking to man in this world to come back to Him because He's resetting the world so that we will respond and be saved. So He said, you know, in this sort of situation, when people would begin uh, would begin to respond, He said, if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. So the first thing, you know, how do we, uh, we seal this covenant in this sort of situation is we humble ourselves and come before God with an open heart, with humility, willing to acknowledge our sin, willing to be, teach, uh, to be teachable, you know, some people, they come to defend themselves. Some people, they come to pride, you know, what they have done. No. God said, you come, humble yourself. Right? Because a lot of our assessment of ourselves are all wrong. It's so different from what God would say. When men are so proud of their ways, their performance, you know, God said, you know, I don't know you. You know, depart from these wicked ways. Okay, so we need to humble ourselves. Not coming to say prayer, but coming to seek God's face, to hear what He says, to know what are the things that pleases Him. So that we may respond and turn away from our wicked ways. You know, when the Word of God say wicked, it's not necessarily talking about Doing, uh, killing people, robbing, murder, lies. It's, it's not necessarily talking about that. Wickedness to God is when we trust in ourselves rather than Him. When we pride in ourselves, our performance rather than in Him. You know, when we have our own idols, that means we trust in maybe our ability, maybe our financial strength or whatever rather than trust in Him. That's wickedness. And that's why God wants to bring us to the place where we just seek after His face. We trust in Him and not in our own ways. And then He said, if my people, my people, He's not talking about individual. He's talking about a community. He's talking about a nation, a city. If my people were to humble themselves and you see when we move into this new era there'll be people who are so independent uh, now with the, the, the zoom and internet well we, we think we just we just go online without communicating with other uh, connecting with others or with the church to, 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 see, to work in uh, and establish the covenant, right? But God, in the next verse, in verse 15, He said, Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer offered in this place. 
I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. So there are places where God has chosen, where He, His favor is there. His ears is attentive to the prayer offered in those places. And so God wants us to come together. God wants us to be a people. God wants us to be united together. Because to establish a covenant is not just one individual family, but rather God is establishing that covenant with the earth, with the people of the earth, with a nation, with a group of people, with the church. So we need to draw our attention back to God through all these things that is happening, is driving us to seek after God. And then, to, in order for us to establish a covenant, God has given us authority to rule and to reign with Him on earth. Look at Genesis 9, verse 1 and 2. Then God blessed Noah and his sons, saying to them, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. The fear and dread of you will fall on all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky, on every creature that moves along the ground and all the fish in the sea. They are given into your hands. So God blessed Noah and his family. He gave them authority to rule and reign. He said all this thing that he has created, all those creatures, is given to them in their hand. And these animals and, and so on, they will fear you. There's authority in that, that God has given so that, Adam and, uh, so that Noah and his family will have the authority, the ability, the power to re-establish the covenant, God's covenant on, on the earth. And God has already reset the world. And make us, those who are sons and daughters of the living God, those who are in Christ, He has given us authority. He has given us glory so that we may rule and reign on this earth. Regardless of the disaster and the things that is going on, we want to hold on to the Word of God and thank Him for what He has given to us. Look at Psalm 8. Verse 5 and 6. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You make them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. So God is saying, because we are created in His image, when we follow God, when we uh, come under the Lord Jesus Christ. He has already crowned us with glory and honor. Maybe we don't see it, but this is what God is saying. Hey, there is a glory, there is an honor that is upon you. You are different from the others. You are given authority to rule and reign on this earth. Rule over the works of His hand. And everything is under our feet. So it's very important that we recognize what God has put in us in this new covenant 
so that we may rule and reign, we may establish His covenant on this earth, regardless of what we see around, just like Noah. You know, what he sees around is not pleasant. It just came out of the flood. Everything is destroyed. But God has given him authority in the midst of such circumstances to rule and to reign and to establish his covenant. And we have to bring about systemic transformation to society. Look at this verse in Psalm 82, verse 5 and to 7. The gods know nothing. They understand nothing. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are gods. You are all sons of the Most High. But you will die like mere mortals. You will fall like every other ruler. You see, God is shaking the foundation of the earth. But he wants the sons of the Most High to rise at this time. If only we know who we are. If only know, we know that we are made a little lower than God himself in his image, given the authority and glory and, and power. That God wants the world to see that what we built is on is built on an unshakable foundation of Jesus Christ. Though the world is shaken, the foundation of the world is shaken, we are strong. We are sons of the Most High. We are different from the world. And we will continue to establish the covenant that God made with man. God made with His children with us and the extent of this new covenant is not just for us now but it's for the generations to come for our children and our children's children Genesis 9 verse 8 then God said to Noah and to his sons with him verse 9 I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. Verse 11, I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. So can you see when Noah offered that sacrifice, God said, never again will I destroy the earth. Here it says, never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. So God sealed that covenant when Noah offered that sacrifice, that burnt offering. And uh, so we can see that God wants to establish the covenant with all His children, with us. in order for us to bring blessing to this world. You know, what happened to us affects the world. It can bring a curse upon this earth, upon this land, as we have read earlier on, that God said if we humble ourselves, you know, and, and pray and seek His face, then He will, he will heal the land. 
You see, so the land was cursed because of what man has done, what we have done. But now here, God wants to bring blessing to the land through us, through His covenant with us. Right? So, uh, uh, so how does this relate to us today? Look at 1 Peter 3, verse 20 to 22. To those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah, while the ark was being built, in it only a few people, eight in all, were saved to water. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body by the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities, and power in submission to Him. So, today, God is still establishing His covenant. How? By us coming into the Lord Jesus Christ. Like, you know, He's like the ark that we enter in. So, when we enter in, the flood water that came is just like us going to water baptism. And it says, not the removal of the physical dirt, but rather it gives us a, a clean conscience. It removes our, our sin, right? A clear conscience towards God. And we know baptism symbolizes burial, death, symbolizes the ark being covered with water. And uh, out of uh, the water, Noah came out and to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have new life. The whole world is reset. We have, we are, we have new authority. Right? He says, uh, uh, it saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities and power in submission to him. The authority that God has, uh, Jesus has now, sitting at the right hand of the Father, those authorities and power are given to us who submit ourselves uh, to Him. Right? So Jesus saves us from our sin through the baptism. And now we have a clear conscience. What are we to do now? How do we continue to, to establish the, the covenant now? Now that we came out, we have resurrection life. Let's read in Hebrews 9 verse 14. How much more then with the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our conscience from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God. For this reason, Christ is a mediator of a new covenant that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance now that he had died as a ransom and to set them free from sin committed under the first covenant. So now that we have new life, resurrection life, what are we to do? We are to serve the living God. So this is what 
we have to do to establish the, the covenant that God has made with us. First of all, true offering, the, the burnt offering, establishing the altar of burnt offering. We gave ourselves unreservedly to Him, to, uh, to follow Him. Secondly, we establish this covenant to prayer intercession, where we humble ourselves before Him and seek His face and turn away from trusting ourselves, our wicked ways, to trusting in Him. And here, we know that this covenant that God has made is not just for now, but for is an eternal covenant. It's for the generations to come. And what do we do? We do. We seal the covenant by serving Him with the power that we have, the glory that we have, the ability that, that, that we have on this earth so that we can establish His covenant in this place. We fulfill what He wants us to do, to be fruitful, to multiply, to bring about systemic change in this world from, from, from the corrupt ways of man into the ways of God. So God has given us the authority and power. We're not looking at ourselves. We know, you know, in the natural, we can't do it. But as we look to Him, believing in Him that this new era has come, the reset has started. And we need to look to Him and say, God, you are able. You will do it. And we will follow you. And this is the, the kind of spirit that we, we, we need to live in this, this new year. We don't look at the natural. We don't look at you know, the, the problem around. We look to Jesus and seek Him and find a solution so that we can bring about that blessing and changes into this world. And because of what He has done for us, we will establish this new covenant and bring blessing to this world and to the nations around. Shall we pray? Father, we thank You for the newfound faith that You have given to us in the new covenant. We know that You have gave Your all by sending Your Son, Jesus, to us in this world. And we just continue to open ourselves to you, Lord Jesus, and say, come, Lord Jesus. Establish that covenant, that new covenant, that eternal covenant in our life here on earth. We thank you for the glory, for the crown of glory that you have placed over us. We thank you for the authority and the power that you have given to us. And, oh God, we pray that as we enter into you, Lord, you will work in us and through us so that we'll be such a blessing to this world. So that in places where the enemy has, has been holding and binding the people, we'll bring about systemic change in those places. When you begin to shake the foundation, we will be the sons of the Most High who will arise in those situations and begins to enter in and let your authority work in those places and bring glory into those areas. Lord, help us to fix our eyes on you in this new year. 
We thank you, Lord. We bless you. Bless your people, oh God. Cause us faith to arise. Lord, cause us to see what you see in the midst of all the problems. May we see you. May we see what you want to do and move with you. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. God bless you. We'll see you again next week. Amen.